0: Guys, we are back after a short hiatus It's been a a few weeks, brother A sabbatical A sabbatical, bro, is what we (laughs) took, man So, man, dude, I'm so happy to be back in uh, in the office Me too, man Recording, bro, throwing down, dude Podcasting, man It's been a few weeks, dude, and it threw me for a loop, man And I got asked a shit ton of times Hey, is the podcast
1: done? Is it over? Fuck no, it's not No, no, no Hell, Hell no nah. nah. Life just comes at you, you know And sometimes you get off routine, but you gotta get back Is that summertime
0: grind, dude Kind of people going out of town Things ha- happening multiple weeks back to back, dude mm-hmm. You took some cool ba- vacays We took uh, some time off as well, too And and uh, we're back at it, though, guys So yeah. just so everyone knows <laughs> It doesn't end, okay The School Hard Knocks is coming at you, baby We got more to come so we got episode forty eight coming at you today. And uh today we're just gonna freestyle it, dude. Just talk, man. Which kinda I like a little bit more.
1: There's been a lot there's a lot going on right now, dude. A lot that's I gone agree. on. There's a lot that's been going on in the past couple weeks and a lot to talk about. Uh, but it does feel good to hold this microphone. Dude. It does, man. It does, dude. You know, dude, I was trying to put all this shit together, I almost forgot how. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think For- everything's working, right? I
0: think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, so what, so what have you been up to, Do you, I mean, it's past Shannon. few weeks, bro, I feel like, uh, like, I'm not sure if you remember, or this might be a little over your time, but do you remember Carmen San Diego the cartoon? Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Uh, no. no, you no that was damn. I wish I could relate. That's Someone you when I was
1: Well, I think the last time that we got up on here was my birthday, right? My birthday it was like birthday. on the first, I think. Damn, dude, it's been that it's long. It's been bro. that long, bro, yeah. yeah. So, in between then, um, training has been good, been feeling good. Took a couple vacations, went to Atlanta. Damn. Uh, Hot Atlanta. Hot Atlanta, which is an amazing experience. It's a lot of city, too much city for me though. Yeah. Uh, six days was enough. Got to uh, see one of my favorite artists, Russ, live, oh, and private kind of concert man, Coca Cola Roxy. And he's from Atlanta. And he's from oh, Atlanta, right? Atlanta, so the crowd was I amazing. See. Um got to hang out every day with Edna, which is amazing bro, which it's, it's rare. I mean we live together, we sleep in the same bed and stuff, but you know, our, our lives are very different and during the daytime we we're both just going a hundred miles. So. Yeah. so it was really cool to just have that. Uh worked out. I got to go experience like another gym which is always cool. Uh crossfit. Te- wait. Two Te- It starts with a T. Damn, I forgot. What an ATL, right? That gym looked pretty cool, man. I saw the stories you all put up, dude. I'll come back to that. Name's going to pop up. But it started with a T. Ended with an S. Terminus. Terminus, dude. Yeah. Oh, shit. That just popped up. Yeah, Yeah, CrossFit Terminus. It It was cool. A lot of conditioning. Um, The coaches were cool. Everybody had great vibes there, bro. Um, Traveling, the food, everything was safe, man. Good vibes all around. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then... Uh, I think that's the time that I had came back, and then you went out to Las Vegas, correct? Yes, bro. We did, man. We had a uh, USAW Youth Nationals for
0: both Knox and baby girl Haley. So yeah, man. They both did great, right? Yeah, dude. They kicked ass, man. It was an awesome trip, dude. We uh, so we decided to drive it, dude. And uh, all in all, eight eight days we spent out. Uh, so we took, took took some time stayed, stayed in San stayed El Paso did some stuff there made our way to Vegas where the kids competed threw down and stuff like that and then we went to Grand Canyon hit up some other things along the way dude and then we stayed in Phoenix because uh, I have a theater that lives over there so we got to hang out with her we barbecued weather was I I the heat. There. I mentioned this in the past so I, I love any, anywhere where it's hot dry. Um, as long as it's not cold, man, I'm good with it, bro. It's like, so <laughs> like a, a lizard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. So, everywhere we went, it was fucking hot, and I lo- loved it, dude. But That's we cool. stayed in Phoenix for a day. We made our way back, dude. We drove 5,600 miles, dude. Like, one way? No, or no. both ways? You no, know, just just combining the eight days that we had. Oh, wow. So, all in all, shooting straight to Vegas and then going to Grand Canyon. On the way back, we hit up some other spots, Phoenix and stuff like that, but all in all, fifty six hundred miles in eight days, everyone packed in the rocket ship, dude. And it was, dude I I love road road trips bro. Like <laughs> if I could dude if I could drive overseas bro I would. You know I mean <laughs> I wish so I could. Bro. So whoever's in charge of making that fucking highway, let's go. Let's, let's do hurry, it. Hurry let's out, get on man. it. Yeah, For dude real. it was fun though man. So do you got back from Atlanta, I live to Vegas uh, and then you left again
1: yes due to Punta Cana wow bro so how was that that was amazing man different part of the world different country you know what I'm saying um, the culture over there is beautiful they really know how to live it up man they enjoy the most simplest things you know beach and sunshine and just waking oh, up you know man. and the breeze and like fucking simple mango that falls from the tree type of shit you know and we got to hang out with some of the people that kind of made uh, coffee and, and cocoa and stuff like that from, like, right there in the jungles where it grows. natural Yeah. We went on wow. some tours, man. Went to a private island. Swam in the Caribbean. Like, hung out with uh, HK Familia, bro. Rolled deep, bro. 22. 22. 22 deep. Kids. Kids. Babies. Babies. <laughs> and grown-ups. <laughs> and um, it was funny, man, because, like, we showed up at the airport fucking scene from, like, Home Alone and shit, you know, <laughs> and shit, yeah, yeah. just going, whoa, whoa, whoa. and then, like, everywhere we would go, there'd be, like, how many people? Like, 22, and their fucking eyes would just... 22? Right. Yeah, their <laughs> eyes would just be 22, and they're <laughs> like, what the fuck, okay, and they would just accommodate, we had a whole fucking charter bus to ourselves, the whole bus, <laughs> yeah, from, from the airport to the resort, it was super Damn, cool, man, bro. but the coolest thing, man, is, like, um... You know, when you go to other places like that that kinda of thrive off tourism and really work their asses off every day to kinda of please Americans and Europeans, everyone that comes into that Absolutely, place, man like And how hard they work, bro, and, and just the daily grind that those people go through, man, and and, and then to come back to the States and just kinda of see like how much that how much we have and how mm-hmm. much you know, how much we're spoiled and we just take things for granted and yeah. you know, sometimes we're just always like fuck complaining and shit and it's like fuck. I wish everybody in the world could just travel yeah. so they can see what it's like in other places. So they can come back and really appreciate what's here, man. You I agree, I mean? man. I love that. And that's yeah. what that was the biggest takeaway from my trip. Like, I had my phone on my phone, bro. I like, threw that shit off to the side. Like, everybody else has a phone. Like, that's cool. Like, if I need the phone, I'll borrow it. You, you know what I mean? Disconnect, man. I disconnect. Yeah. Anytime I go out of country, I try to disconnect because if I don't, then I'm just gonna be caught up in the same bullshit mm-hmm. that I'm in, you yeah. know, over here. So it's like, nah, fuck it. Let me put that off to the side and really um, dive in. Yeah. So all of us did that, though, man. We all really had a great experience. It was fun. I'll do it again. Yeah, yeah. man, I look cool,
0: man. <laughs> and I saw. Uh, I know the the day after the first day, y'all were there. You all threw down as well too, right? Bro, I think
1: I think you sent him the wad. Jeremy's and ten. Oh, so that's 10 the one you all did then. Ten right. rounds meter run seven burpees 13 air squats or dominance did y'all get stretchy after yeah i have a video actually i want to post it, it was with all of us um that workout was fucking cool man 10 yeah. rounds um i i had my barefoot shoes on so i was like eee. it was like the only like the third time that i ran with him so yeah. i'm like i'll be all right sure enough i was all right got a little sore on the calves felt good though um everyone was looking at us like you guys doing? <laughs> that? <All your> <laughs> yeah, they were the rowdiest in that Ooh. little gym, bro. Really, that gym was probably as big as like the dude's restroom. <laughs> like burp size <That's> dude. <laughs> like, take gut out the dude's restroom, gut it all out. There we go. And there you go. It was <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So, five hundred square feet, guys. For those you that are listening. And we threw it down, oh, bro. Nice. We threw oh. it down, and uh, we had a good time. After I think, it, I think I worked out like twice, man, but. Shout out to Coach Jeremy. I think he worked out like every day. That's what he said, man. He <laughs> threw it down the ass and tried to go, Hey, did you train while
0: you were guy. He's like, yeah, man. Every day minus like a day. I was like, all right, dude. Amazing. That's him,
1: though, man. Amazing. He's yeah, and that was so cool, man. Props out. Um, but I got to play some beach volleyball, chill on the beach, and just pull out, dude. It was cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. It was good to be back, though. Yeah, bro. Crazy. No, I did. It's, it's, uh,
0: and, and, I think my favorite part of what you said right now, man, aside from, like, disconnecting, dude, putting away your phone, you're you're with Edna over there, you're with good peeps around you, dude, you know, Uh, but one of the, and, like, I'm very observant in that way, too, where whenever we go out of town, walk into businesses or a resort we stay at in Mexico, whatever it may be, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm always very observant of the way People from other, other countries treat us as tourists in their land, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's amazing, man, to see because they thrive off of tourism, like you said, you know what I mean? So, I mean, the customer service, most of the time in these other countries that you go to, islands or whatever it may be, you know, it's exceptional, dude, you know what I mean? And people, people talk about, like, you hear the big names like Chick-fil-A and Starbucks and stuff like that. Go to a fucking resort in the Dominican, dude. Too. And yeah. if you want to learn how to really treat people and service them
1: and stuff like that, I think they need to write a book on them. They dude. Do, you too, know what man. I mean? Yeah. So, they do, bro. Yeah. And, like, their workhorses, man. man. Like, and they would have, like, shift work, of course, you know. So, I mean, those resorts probably run all the time, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they have a night crew, <coughs> all the shit that's preparing for the next day. Because, like, you wake up 6 a.m. or I think breakfast started, like, at 7 a.m., bro. And when those doors fucking open, like everything's ready. Yeah. And it's like, prep time. There's no way this shit's gonna get ready in an hour, bro, mm-hmm. or two. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, I'm just wondering, like, well, what's the the logistics, bro? Like, fuck, wow, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, you know, dude. That's it's tough, like, man. Being a manager of that and like running that, being like the, the delegating and shit, like. It's tough, bro. It's hard, man. That's crazy, man. It's crazy, man. Well, that's cool, man. I'm glad, you know. I'm glad you got some time to
0: disconnect, dude. Which I think is crucial for everyone, dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I took my uh, and, Cassie makes fun of me, dude, and everyone else does. They're like, why don't you just fly, Fly! I told him, well, look, driving for me, dude, is my disconnect time, dude. I got, I got my crew in the truck with me, dude. I got all my kids. I got my wife in there. I'm good, bro. I'm good. They're with me in the rocket ship, dude. <laughs> We're fucking going with you That's it dude That's it dude You know what I mean So Me like Disconnecting starts When I Start to drive dude To our destination Or whatever it is You know what That's I mean cool, And I use that time To to I, I use it to reflect dude I use it to think Clearly You know what I mean mm-hmm. um, I'll tell you that I listen to 31 podcasts dude yeah. Up and back and stuff like that Has to be a record That's I was making yeah. a joke That the kids are fluent now So they know ex-physiology They know biomechanics now <laughs> They know all this They, they know like anymore. They know periodization And stuff like that Same So problem. they're So they're done with their first <laughs> semester They just from the po- podcast But no man Like it gives me Gives me time like that You know But dude I'm Super happy man That you got to see Russ and in, in his hometown, dude, which I think makes it even more special, bro. Special, bro. Uh, and I'm glad y'all got a chance to go to the Dominican, dude. And I don't think a lot of people know this, man, but if I'm not mistaken, dude, Haiti is connected to the Dominican. There's
1: like yeah. a border right in between, right? Exactly. It's crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, so, dude. So on one of the tours, one of the guys was just giving us a little bit of... Uh, History, and know, on the island yeah. and stuff like that. And, yes, like, Haiti is divided um, with the Dominican Republic. I think the Dominican Republic is bigger, though. Okay. And Haiti is in a different state of economics, yeah. you know. And they have a lot of Haitians of trying to cross over for, you know, a better life and stuff no. like that. And to go to Dominican and stuff, so. They have their own kind of, like, border wars and stuff like that over there. That's crazy. Dude. Yeah, yeah, like I was saying, so... Um, it's, it's super crazy, man. How they just kind of thrive off the island as well. You know, it's an island, and the that's surrounded three hundred and sixty of water, well. Like, it's beautiful, man. That's you know what I mean. Like, yeah. like, and they just survive off like fishing, the, the vegetation, the fishing, like just straight primal shit. Like their import export is sugar cane. Um, they have acres of sugarcane, bro. Uh, it's one of the biggest things. Um, Mangos, coconuts, some spices and shit, rum. Yeah. You know, things like that. So they got, they got, they got it all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Export and stuff like that. But um, as far as like how far their money goes. Yeah. Oh, man. They're really going to work for it, dude. You yeah, know I'm, no, I'm sure,
0: so, bro. Yeah, I'm sure everyone, man, I mean that. Past at least the past few years, yeah. everyone's heard about the catastrophes in Haiti and kind of the things that are going on over there, man. So like, it always blows my mind, and I'm super intrigued by these things, man. Like, how you have the Dominican and then you have Haiti, right? Like, I don't know if they have like, there's obviously not a, I don't know if there's a river that divides it or if there's like a fence or a bridge or what it is, you know what I mean? But I'm sure, as far as like, mm-hmm. whatever border protection they use or whatever it may be. I'm sure it's definitely not the way it is here in the States, you know what I mean? So, just interesting, man, to see, and I've always been super intrigued by that. And uh, especially when you see, like, these poverty-stricken areas of the world, man, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Dominican's a little bit more advanced, and it's a little bit more well-locked in Haiti. But, uh, yeah, man, like, I wish, like, one of my goals in life, man, is to, like, I don't know, man, like, I've always had this, like, a... Uh, like, I have this urgency to, like, want to help, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I would love to do, like, some type of work where, uh, like, remember when that big, uh, there was a, uh, it was a tidal wave that in Sri Lanka a couple of years back in India, I think, right, on there. And they were sending, like, yeah. uh, crews out there and stuff like that from the States to go help out with the cleanup and stuff, stuff like that. I wanted to do that, bro. Like I wanted to go, man. You know. Just do that. Uh, but I was going to college at the time, and my mom was giving me shit for it, and things yeah, like that. So, but yeah. I always had this, like, yeah, man. Like I would love to do stuff like that, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, That's some definitely like some. Uh,
1: that would be under like what, like philanthropy. Philanthropy, bro. Right, like yeah, know. just helping the human. That's, it. Like, That's cool, man. And like, you can sense that in you, bro. Like you have that genuine. Thank you, man. Uh, you can feel it, that shit's not common, and you can sense when people are faking it, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, you don't, thank you, oh cool (laughs) man, Max is approved, (laughs) thank you, and um, you know, kind of going on into all this, dude, it it kind of reminded me, and kind of made me reflect on like, you know, how I I kind of live my life, you know, and the things that I'm doing, and and I come to realize like, you know what man, like, if these people over here in DR can make it off just this, yeah. like, then I'm good. Like, I should be fine, too. Like, you know yeah, what okay. I mean? Like, I should be fine. Like, I don't need all these extravagant things and materialistic items to keep me happy when, when I can just find it, you know, and helping people and, and doing what I do, my mission, bro. Yeah. And strength and conditioning, like, stretching, like, all this shit. It kind of solidified it even more to me, like, oh, this is what, this is how I serve, you know what I mean? And those people over there, man, they found their ways of serving, bro, like, I didn't see anybody over there asking for money on the street, though. Yeah. Like, it was all straight hustle, people were selling fucking whatever they could, man, to make money. And in some way, they had a smile on their face, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. Loving it, dude. Loving it, bro. And, and it just made me think, like, okay, well, if you love what you do, man, then you never really do work a day in your life. So it just kind of solidified that even more for me, man. Yeah. But that was really cool, dude. So um, I hope that, you know, e- everyone has their own kind of way of reflecting. Like, here's is driving, you know, mine is kind of hanging out, going on vacation, throwing my phone off to the side. Like, that's my way of kind of, like, decompressing, right? So I guess the biggest takeaway from this little thing is, like, hey, look, Find your way to decompress. Yeah. And decompress, man. You know what I mean? Let it all go. Just yeah, man. Everything's going everything. to be fine. No pasa nada. No pasa <laughs> nada, dude. Go on, man. Just breathe, man. You're going to be fine. So go take a vacation if you can't. Even
0: if it's the SPI. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, and you know what, dude? That's one thing, man, too, is... And, like, I think I've brought this up before in another uh, episode that we recorded. But, it, like, for me, too, man, I mean, I love... Vacation? Do you going to different parts of the world and whatever it may be you do you know um but it's like 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 for those that may not have the means or the chance to in the moment itself you know because I mean, you can work, work for those things and plan yeah. for them you know like even going for like a walk by yourself bro maybe somewhere where you've never been you know i mean like go find a trail and just go walk and just go like like being your own thoughts without distractions and stuff like that. Like, it's a very yeah. excellent way, man. I, I think it might even be a form of, like, unconscious meditation in some way, dude. You know, so I mean, where you're kind of just, yeah, sure. bro, it has
1: to be, you know? Like because you're right. Like, when you really come to think about it, like, in this moment right now, standing here, everything's okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It really is, you know? And in some situations, you know, there may be some crazy situations out there but going back to, like, that single second in time, standing there, breathing. Like, you're okay. okay. Everything's okay? Yeah. Everything's yeah. fine, No matter right. how bad it is, it can still be okay. Yeah, dude. You know what I'm saying? And it's fucking crazy, man. So, it takes traveling sometimes for me to really experience these things yeah, and man. paying hundreds of dollars. But Yeah, man. Hey, man, it's all worth it. Wait, I, hey, dude, and that's the
0: and like it's funny because you've actually talked about a lot of what you just mentioned right now too especially when you had gone to Mexico uh, some part of last year I forgot where y'all went dude but you and know were kind of posted up somewhere and the same thing like you disconnected and you saw what you know, kind of the native people from the area were doing and stuff like that and, mm. and they're at peace bro and they're fine you know what I mean fine, that's like a, I wanna be like them yeah I don't <laughs> know man for real dude it's it's like dude it it definitely takes a lot of self re, self reflection but it also takes a lot of like what i call um like you need to figure out who you are at some point in life dude and like what it is that you want to do you know you and you need to have like a vision and you need to have like everyone has a gift of some sort or way or whatever it may be you know what i mean but if people get so caught up dude in What everyone else is doing Or What's on social media And stuff like that So there's this Expectation Of how we need to be When You just need to Fucking be yourself Dude that's it Like At the end of the day bro When you're laying in bed Like that's you Like in bare form Dude that That is Us You know what I mean And I think once people Get to the level Of saying Like dude And this is just me bro Um I want I want to say that I don't have Any hate in my bones, bro For anyone in this world, dude Like, you know what I mean? Um, white, black, orange, red Big, small, young, old Everyone's the same to me, dude You know what I mean? And I brought this up before, you know what I mean? It's one of those things where Like, we're all the fucking same, bro You yeah. know what I mean? And, like, it's just crazy to me How the world is set up in levels here Like you have the elite, the rich, and you have your blue collar, your white collar, your families and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's the fucking same, dude. It's like everyone's really. the same, you know what I mean, dude? Like, we're all human beings, man. We're all the same, dude. We're all given a chance to become what it is that
1: we want to do. Um, that's yeah, true, man. man. That's true, man. For we're all given that real. chance, bro, mm-hmm. for real. And that whole realization thing is is some, something that some of us will never, ever think of, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't even asked my dad that question, bro. Like, yeah. hey, Dad. Like, who are you? Huh? You know what I mean? He's going to say, well, I'm your father. And I was like, no, no, no. I know that. But, like, who are you? Mm-hmm. He's like, I wonder if that would make him think. Or maybe he'll have an answer for me. Yeah. Like, I'm going to ask him. <laughs> but, yeah, like, you going on these ventures and listening to 31 Podcasts, what'd you pick up from there, man? Oh, my God, dude. I mean, I listen, dude, to... Honestly,
0: dude, I probably I listen to um, some squad University ones, which is just like your X and O's and stuff like that. And stuff, you know. Uh, listen to Power Athlete Radio. I love their stuff, and they're kind of a little bit more broad in what they what they like to go over and things like that. I listen to uh, Mark Bell's pod, podcast as well too, and he brings on some excellent guests on there, bro. That guy's cool, And Mark Bell kind of reminds me, he's like the small-time Joe Rogan of podcasts, bro. He doesn't have these real set beliefs. He brings people in to express what it is that they uh, know, what they're experts in, or whatever it is. And then he just wants to create a question panel or questionnaire panel where, hey, like, let's see what it is that you do. And just bring that to light. And then from there ask questions and stuff like that, but it's more to bring awareness to whatever it is, you know what I mean, so. That's cool. Oh man, dude. Let check that like, out. Like, I've always been a big fan of Stuart McGill, dude. Uh, I mean, he's one of the leading spine experts in the world, dude. And I didn't know that Squat uni- University is so tied in with Stuart McGill. And I've always been a big fan of his stuff, dude, like the McGill Big Three, and yeah. and his, uh, kind of how he talks about the lifespan of a spine, and,
1: how it works. Yeah,
0: stuff like that, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I listened to a bunch of stuff on, like, spine mechanics, spine health, and stuff like that, dude. But then I also got into a lot of cool stuff, man. And I actually have a quote that I want to read right now on, on air, dude, but um, it also brought a lot of stuff to life. I heard a lot of, like, like becoming a better coach, improving as a coach, type ones, and things like that, you know what I mean? Sometimes I hear a lot thing, of the same man. thing, dude, but... Even if it's one little nugget that I could grab from one or bring it to life, dude, you, you know what I mean? So these are some of the random notes that I made. So before I read that that one um, that one quote, dude, these are just notes that I made on the road. So I would read into my notes and it would like auto-type it out. There you go. And Cassie's like, You're on your phone? And I was like, no, but I'm talking to the phone. So it types out what I said, you know what I mean? then when you say that, it's typing out. Yes, so I have to go back and delete. But I don't know exactly what podcasts all these are from, dude, but these are some good. So this is one. Are you doing it for you or for the betterment of your athletes? And that, to me, kind of brings to light, like, I think a lot of younger coaches in the field, um, they become a coach. Uh, or gym owners as well too. This goes both ways, um, and sometimes we're too concerned about our workout. Uh, I gotta get I gotta get done with class because I need to go train real quick or whatever. it is. and everything's based around that, dude. Whereas the true essence of a coach or a gym owner, whatever it is, is you're leading people, dude into a betterment of health in their life and stuff, you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I think as true. a coach we need to have that talk with ourselves and say, hey, am I doing this because I want a free gym membership and because ah, I'm gonna get paid a few bucks here here and there? Or are you doing it for the betterment of the individuals that are standing in front of you every day?
1: No, yeah, that's you true know? man. And sometimes we can get a little caught up into like what what I want, what I want. Mm-hmm. I want you to do this type of warm up I want you to do this workout and it's like no what if the athlete can't do that workout what if their abilities aren't at that level are you going to modify it for them or are you going to push them through and make them do it you know what I mean so there has to be like that level I think of emotional intelligence that comes along with it and be able to read that situation like in less than five seconds you need to be able to fucking just like hey no no." and there's been multiple times man I I was (laughs) thinking back to like this one time bro like I was fucking working out, and I, I remember like, no one was at the gym, bro. And it was like in between hours and shit. And I was doing an AMRAP, I remember I was jumping on the box, and someone came in, and I was like, "I'll be right there." And I saw like four minutes left, and I just finished my workout, bro. Okay, this was Young Franco, bro. yeah, Young Franco, so, like, twenty-two or some shit, right? Fucking still finished my workout, and then I went over there. <sighs> What's up, you know? Fast forward fucking couple years, like. Yesterday, I had a situation where I was mid-fucking-ski, bro. <sighs> fucking going, sweating. <sighs> George comes up to me, and he's like, hey, someone wants to talk to you in the front about PT or whatever. So I'm like, all right. <sighs> Finished, like, two more cows, and then I just fucking went. tried to rub it myself in the restroom, and yeah. I just went to go talk to that person. It ended up being a friend uh, from CFB. Yeah. Um, but I put myself aside... Yeah. And said, fuck my workout, let me go see what this person wants. And it just happened over time of me just putting other people first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's just an example right there of how I've <laughs> how I've done both. Like yeah. I've said, Oh, wait right there, finish my workout, had the client fucking sit there away from me, watching me sweat my ass off. Like they could have easily just left, yeah. you know. Out, yeah. The first impression that I made there, out the door already, you know what I'm saying? So it's like imagine if I never like never was aware of that. Yeah, man. You know? But you learn as you go, man. Learn as you go. Man. We mature
0: as coaches and stuff like that, and it's those realizations yeah. that we make for ourselves where we progress in our field and what we do. You know and, what I mean? And there so. comes a
1: time in coaching when that, oh, I need to work out, I need me, 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 like, that's out the door. It's out the door, probably. And if you're still a coach that's like that, it's going to be a little difficult, man. So oh, yeah. just bring awareness to your situation and, and try and see if you can you know start to change exactly, that up because you will lose a lot of opportunities big time um, yeah. doing that oh, for sure love it man
0: yeah so that was one that stood out next um, the second one bro this is I mean this is base level stuff but if people think about this is going to resonate with you is micro trauma leads to macro trauma mm-hmm. and kind of what that means is I'm going to make it super layman here is um, little things that we don't pay attention to in our recovery and prehab and rehab and stuff like that will eventually lead to a catastrophic potentially uh injury in the long run uh, that will impede our strength our coordination our ability to maneuver throughout the day functionality and stuff you know what i mean so um, and as basic as this you know what i mean it's like saying uh you have a car uh and it's kinda of low. Tires also they're put and you and you find a hole in the tire. So you put a band-aid on on that. Uh, well I mean you might get away with that for a bit, but eventually you keep running that car the way it needs to and there's air coming out of the tire con- constantly, eventually you're gonna have a blow up on that tire and that's where the catastrophe ends, you know what I mean yeah, so yeah. uh, kinda of what I took from that and it just kinda of made me sit back and I was like, shoot, you like if people were to acknowledge little nagging aches and pains and stiffness and tightness and stuff like that uh quality of movement and stuff uh take care of those things we wouldn't really run into a lot of those macro trauma issues
1: that we run into or that you see oh, yeah. more so in the clinic you know so oh, no you're, you're so right and you're right that goes to, kind of trickles down into anything bro it could be um anything in life even psychological stuff, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, little nagging things that build up over time. Like One of the biggest things is like if someone does something to you, a little mi- a micro trauma, they say something, they say a little word, a little phrase that kind of ticks you off, and you hold that resentment in for like two, three weeks, yeah. and you start to kind of act weird towards that person, yeah. that's a macro trauma. So yeah. like it can go into anything. Well, it can go from injury to like real-life situations. So if we're experiencing these macro traumas anywhere or these micro traumas are anywhere it would be a good idea to start kind of pinning them down early yeah. when they're still little rather than taking care of them when they're bigger and harder to uh, or more difficult to to take care of you're right bro. you know what I'm saying right, I, yeah. I've seen people in the clinic dude um, This like a low back patient you know uh, comes in their back's kind of eh, it's alright you know but then they go you know Couple years without really doing what they need to do, and then all of a sudden they come back in the clinic and it's like, Oh, dude, your disc's pretty fucked up. No surgery, now. surgery at that point. And then they're like, No, I don't want surgery. What can I do? I'll hmm. do anything. And it's like, It's too late, bro. No, like I'm sorry, but you had two, three years to do this little things, had, yeah, too, man. little no. things like a 30 second stretch, a fucking glute squeeze, when you can, like, no, easy things, but I don't have time, bro. I don't you know what I'm saying? That's that's the biggest thing that I hear. I don't have time, I don't have time. Yeah. Well, if you don't have time to take care of yourself now, you're going to have time to make... You're going to have to make time for pain later. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, that's not fun, dude. That's one of the phrases that Dr. Lada says all the time, and it's stuck with me, and it's so true. Like, if you don't make... If you don't take care of yourself now, you're going to have to make time for pain later. And it goes... Well, we, we refer it into m- muscles and tissue, right? But I guess that can go into... Anything, anything, anything in life, too. Yeah, and yeah. So, no, it's true, you know. And, and I need to work on areas in my life where you know, not necessarily muscles and tissues, but in other areas that that are like that, you know, I need to start fucking, you know, getting on that. So, nips everybody in the like butt ASAP
0: that way, it doesn't turn into, yeah, no, ASAP. it's true, man. ASAP. And then, uh, yeah, dude, so that so these are just like little clip notes that I made, you know, like little things that would spark something, you know, what I mean. Uh, good strength should be an add- additive To what we do in the gym You know I mean it should never be something Negative that we have And I or love the main word focus. Yeah like I love the word strength Dude and how it relates to injury Which is the one that I had just spoken about Before uh, How micro trauma leads to macro trauma And stuff like that you know I mean and I think dude, in our field man and I've done the power I've done strong man dude, mm-hmm. For years bro CrossFit, all the lifting now a little bit. And stuff. So, dude, I've, I've done body, but I've done it all, dude. You know what I mean? I've, I've put my body to the test, dude, through different modalities and styles of training and stuff like that. And the number one thing, bro, that I could say is that I've gotten smarter and wiser over the years to listen to the way that I feel and to take care of stuff ASAP. You know what I mean? Uh, and... My main thing that I love is strength, and strength I think is the foundation of of any fitness program, uh, regardless of what the end result should be. You know what I mean? Uh, Um, Sure. Yeah, dude. Definitely right. Yeah, dude, and and what I love about that term is I mean, strength should be an attitude, dude. It's it's never a bad thing, bro. You know what I mean? And I got a message the other day, right on the Facebook page, of course, and. There's two common things that people ask for in businesses most most of the time for gyms. They ask how much right off the bat. Now, hey, my name is so so and so I wanted to inquire more about what you offer and what you do. Hmm. How much? How much? How much? Okay. (laughs) Bye. Okay. (laughs) But the second thing, too, uh, is I had a female message me. She was like, oh, like I want to join the gym. It looks super cool, but I don't want to lift any weights at all. I don't want to strength train. I don't want to build strength or anything like that. And I honestly wasn't going to respond, dude. But I responded a pretty lengthy response, a very respectful one, dude. But I I felt like it was my role to educate her a little bit on why she would need to strength train Mm -hmm. and how important it is, especially as a female. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know how old she was or whatever it is, but... I felt, like, proud after that, dude. You know what I mean? Like, she inquired about the gym, wanted to join the gym, but didn't want to do what I think is the most foundational, the most important thing that we need. Um, so I, I felt like it was my role to educate her at that point. That's you know cool, what I mean? Man. And it was a very respectful post. And we went back and forth for a bit, dude. Like, it was a cool conversation that we had. You know what I mean? And it led into something where I was like, oh, shit. Wait,
1: like, this is cool. You know yeah, what I mean? Maybe she'll strange, train. Yeah, dude. You know. I the same shit if someone told me something yeah. like that. Or even worse, is there something about stretching, I would have been like, Oh, shit!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I mean, yeah. And No, then, that's
0: cool, man. That's cool. And then uh, I'm. Mean, this is one that we've talked talked about a lot, dude. And I think I've. Uh, it. I forgot which one I was listening to, but it just said like talking about exploring the movement. You know what I mean. And the first guy that came to mind with that was like Bernie Griffith, and I think it might have been his, dude. You know, I mean, he's. He's super big on, like, sticking within the parameters of what it is in our field that works, physiology, biomechanics, and stuff like that. But when it comes to movement and stuff like that, he's very explorative, dude, in that sense of, like, let's explore and see, like, our joints that we have in the movement that we have yeah. in, in our proximal segments and our distal segments that we have. like, Like, what is it that we can do with them? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get very stuck in those very sagittal frontal plane movements and stuff like that. But, I mean, our joints were meant to move and stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, it just depends on which ones it is. But exploring movements to me is a big thing too, dude. And, and, and I have fun doing that sometimes. You know, I mean, I have fun like just just flowing dude yeah. and moving around dude and it could be body weight sometimes or it could be with a kettlebell or it could be with a dumbbell or it could be with a
1: barbell too sometimes it, it just depends you know what I mean so I love that stuff too yeah and there's so many types of weight like that you can move have you seen those animal flows yeah, that's just cool man yeah man, those things are yeah, awesome dude insane like on uh, like Instagram there was this page that they had I guess it's more popular like in the bigger cities and like mm-hmm across the country and stuff, and other cultures. Um, maybe here in the States, possibly, too. On, on it had a big following yeah. with that stuff, yeah. Which is really cool. Like, it's just a different perspective. Like, like, you won't get, like, the average crossfitter or bodybuilder into animal flow. Or, nope. it, it, it's, like, something that you have to, like, understand in the head, yeah. I think. Like, like, you have to understand that movement in any shape, way, or form is healthy. It's just knowing how to do it, how to load it, and how to position your body correctly for it, right? Um, I've gotten messages of, hey, how about this exercise, this exercise, that exercise, and it's like, well, look, this guy's deadlifting with his back like this. Like, why? And I'm like, well, shit, like, it's okay sometimes, you know, if you have the strength and capacity to do it. you can own that position. And the cool thing about animal flow is, like, it puts you in so many weird angles and, and positions that you're not only getting your strength, but you're getting your joints, your muscles to experience different length. And then you're also stretching your fascia, right? So you're like, it's a better tool for the human body. Absolutely. Hands right. down. Like, if I didn't have any fucking weights ever in the world, at least I would know how to flow. <laughs> yeah, man. And still be ripped. Like, I'm like, oh, super cool, man. You know, I mean, it's hard. Dude. A lot of people...
0: <laughs> see it and they see calisthenics as like this like very base level type stuff and no I'm like man. dude I'm like bro no. <laughs> check out some of the shit that these guys do like at Venice Beach when they're doing all the like bar work oh, dude, and ring stuff and ridiculous things that they do but the animal flow stuff too like if you can't own some of those positions dude like it's gonna make your life miserable oh, dude. Yeah, dude. you know what I mean Uh, but I also feel like that's kind of the trade-off, man, is that we should be able to move like that. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, and that's my thing, you too, man. I know you're super big on this too, bro, is like, I think as I age, man, like I've always been extremely proud and prideful of my mobility, my range of motions that I have in ways that I can move. I can show bad positions, good positions and stuff like that and at the at the slight instant where i start to feel that i lose a little bit Mm -hmm. of it or that it's starting to like create some type of like micro trauma or whatever it is right Mm -hmm. i'm like (laughs) no it's 20 back bro you know i mean like this is long term here you know i get you that's cool
1: and the physiology that comes with it is very different too the physiology you're going to get from like a bicep curl or a power clean Mm -hmm. um I think the chemicals in the brain are just very different, bro. The the neuromuscular control that's happening, the synchronization, the motor units, like all that is just trickling. It's just, it's fucking crazy, man. It's, it's yeah. like fireworks in the muscles. Yeah, 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 like fireworks, <laughs> crazy, bro. Dude. Fuck, man.
0: <laughs> well, dude, I, uh, bro, I, I love this talk, dude. You know what I mean? And er, earlier on, I was gonna insert this quote because you said something along these lines, dude. And it's something that I read this past week, man, in a book that I uh, i haven't been able to put it down, man, and it's Rebuilding my Milo. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard of that book or not, but yeah. it's a guide to pretty much rebuilding ourselves, uh, whether it's pre-injury or mid-injury or post-injury as well, too. And anyone that's, that's, that's in the game, bro, like we've been, you know I mean, or the members that we have and stuff like right, that, we know how debilitating... An injury could be to what it is that we'd love to do yeah. you know what i mean it not only impedes strength development the way that we move our coordination our functionality and stuff like that but um <clears throat> it's it's kind of one of those things you where like there's a big psychological effect to it too you know shoot, shoot. and the story i'm not sure if you've ever heard of my my milo or not there used to be a magazine that was published back in the day dude Milo was the magazine that had anything strength and power and performance in it. So it used to have like some all all these sub powerlifting mm-hmm. things. It was like a newsletter, bro. It was but like a Thrasher. Yeah, dude. It was like Thrasher, yeah. but of like weightlifting or or like performance. Wow. Movie. And the story, okay. the story of Milo, dude. And you probably heard this story before, man. And this is this kind of resonates with the book is Milo was a uh, it's like a two thousand year old story, right? and it talks about this young boy that was looked at as like a god in Greece or somewhere. I forgot where it was at, right? And they said that what he would do as a kid to develop strength, he started when he was like, let's just say he was five years old and he had a baby calf. The baby calf weighed 20 pounds at the time when it was born. And as he aged, he would carry the same calf. So essentially, in our world now, they term that progressive overload you know what I mean so as he aged he carried the same cat because it was growing with him and he developed strength over time the adaptation processes and stuff like that so shit. the story goes that he was able to carry like a 2,500 pound uh, bull at the end because that's how big it got at the end and yeah. foot on but, shoulder yeah and just carried it up, up a hill dude oh, you know that's what you would do you know but in this book that I'm reading right now it's called Rebuilding My- Milo man uh, excellent book dude and uh there was this quote that I read yesterday, and as a coach, man, uh, we're educators, we're leaders in our field, or we're given the chance to, whether you look at it like that or not, or whether you're at that maturity level as a coach yet, you know? And you said something earlier on about finding our gift and what it is that we do, and everyone has a gift, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something that we're good at, For sure. you know? It's just finding it, but it starts with vision, it starts with perspective. It starts with knowing who you are inside. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, this quote goes um, The purpose of life is to discover your gift. The work of life is to develop it. Okay? The meaning in life is to give your gift away. Uh, and that's, I think, what will give us purpose in life, too. Dude. You know what I mean? So, we find our gift, what it is, we develop that gift. In our field, it's becoming a coach. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And away. yeah, and then we're able to give those tools to them that way they're able to go on the outside and live the best life that they can or maybe educate someone else. And that's, mm-hmm. we all know in education, that's like the ultimate form of education is I learn something, I pass it on to someone and have them teach someone else at that point. You know what I mean? Um, and that quote's awesome, man. You know what I mean? and. Sure. It's just to kind of get the ball rolling. Maybe someone that's listening to this might be stuck and not know what their gift is or might not know what it is that they were truly meant to do in this world, dude, or why they're here, you know what I mean? And at the end of the day, bro, and I know you can speak on behalf of this as well too, but at least for myself, dude, I know 199%, 200% that I am in the perfect situation of what it is that I was supposed to do in life, dude. And I
1: have no other skill sets but this. That's it, dude. That's it, man. <laughs> that was well put. That was You're well welcome. said, bro. Yeah, I feel the same way. Um, exactly the same way. And I think that's why people fucking ask me sometimes, why is I always so happy, bro? Like, shit, man. Like, I'm doing what, I, what I'm supposed to be doing. You know? I live in life, I live in I live in life, life. dude paradise every day, bro. Even if it's fucking raining outside. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think everybody has the capacity to, to feel that and they should. It's what we're supposed to do. No. You know? find what you're best at, cultivate it and then share it. Right? Absolutely. So, and that's deep, bro. That's a cool book and I have heard that story now that you were mentioning it. Yeah, and he was, he started off small and then he was able to carry that cap all the way up. And it ended up being like a big old chingon bull. Yeah. and We're just holding on to it. Yeah, I remember that story. Progressively over time, so you he had to easy. carry a heavier bull. Yeah. And that just goes too along the lines with the compound effect. Mm-hmm. That book's yeah. awesome too. And it just talks about how progressively over time, little by little, like you get to where you need to be, you just need to put in the work. Exactly, brother. And exactly. the formulas are so easy. You look at them and you're like, Really? And it's like a lot of it's like effort plus discipline <laughs> equals goals. And it's like, damn it <laughs> You me well, how much will be I just can't ask for it? Yeah, praying it will happen tomorrow. No. Never man, so, like that, bro. Yeah, man. So hard work will pay off, man, for sure. And even in the times where it seems like it's not, like you still have to keep doing what you do and believe in what you're doing is gonna work you know and the more that I hang around with like business people and people that have created things you know the more that I'm starting to kind of see that things are possible bro you know like it just starts with an idea bringing that idea to life by writing it down and scratching things off a list yeah but if the idea stays in your head and you never write it down It might never happen. Yeah. Because, again, it's just going to get lost in all the other 60,000 plus thoughts you have in in a day. And there's never a
0: perfect time, dude. No, no. Don't say that, man. Like, there's never going to be that perfect
1: time to do anything in life, dude. I'm still trying to, like, get over that and realize that. It's true, though. It's true. And then it goes as far as like that means the perfect time could be right now. Man. <laughs> you know I mean? Like I love when the books say that, you know, yes. and right now. And it's like you drop the book and you go back <laughs> do it right <laughs> out the door. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, it could be right fucking now. You know All right, bro. And there's been times, bro, like where opportunities and things have happened like in that moment and if I didn't catch it, like mm-hmm. I really missed it, you know? Yes. And I've bro. gotten lots of chances. Just by noticing those opportunities, but being in the moment and like saying, fuck it, this is the moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think the truest essence of that is probably like jumping off a cliff. Oh, yeah, dude. Like into the water.
0: Bro, this is (laughs) fucking weird. As you were saying that right now, I was in Cancun in a cenote, jumping off a (laughs) cliff. I swear to you, bro. Wow.
1: Transcendence. That was cool. Yeah, dude. Good. So, I think that's the truest yeah. form of, like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Because it is, man. what's the first thing you do? You, you get to the edge and you're like, oh, shit. Kind and then all these negative thoughts start coming mm-hmm. through. And you're like, I yeah. it. Fucking, like... But then you think about it. You're like, dude, it's just water. You're going to be fine. But, like, yeah. why won't you jump, though? Like, if you know you're going to be fine, like, it's fucking water. You're going to fall through it. You're going to come up. You know how to swim. Yeah. Like... And it's over in a second. It's it, over it, in a second. Like, but...
0: Fear No Of the unknown You know what dude Yes It's the, it's, it's known though Like yeah. it's weird Like It's fear It's self-doubt <laughs> But after you jump You feel great And you're probably Going to do it Ten more times yeah. After that yeah. So that goes back To the same thing Dude There's never A perfect time To start Anything in life If your vision If your gift If you think about it Go for it man Just
1: jump Just jump <laughs> Just go for it Do it Just do it Just do it Like man. Nike no, oh, you're right, bro. Shit. That was cool. That was awesome. That, mom, was, that was a good close off right hey, bro, there. I think this was
0: uh, <laughs> a good comeback one, man. And I don't want to apologize to anyone. Dude. We just had shit to do, bro. That's it, dude. That's you all know what I mean? Like, days, life man. got fucking busy and stuff like that. And uh, we're out of town enjoying ourselves, our families, dude, our peeps, and stuff. So uh, we're, we're back on the grind, though, dude. And I can't wait yeah. to start pumping these out again, man. So, oh, for sure, uh, for
1: sure. And then just a little shout out to Leah. Coach Leah, Coach Leah the leader, did a great job uh, you know, putting it well we all you know, we all had input on the right. comp and stuff, but she took hold that mic, bro, and she started delegating and stuff and yeah, man, she's she doing a really that. good job, man. That was uh, a very was really good
0: man. Yeah, man, a big That's shout out to everyone that threw it down this weekend at the Make Duels Great Again COVID yeah. edition, dude. Um, dude, everyone threw it down, bro. They it was efficient. Cool. everything ran smooth. A huge shout out to Matt's boys. Cassie as well for organizing with Leo all these things that they do bro the coaches the volunteers the HK family that threw down bro that dude, day too you know so what I mean it was awesome. super fun man so always a Good great time. time always brother you always I mean, man always so dude smooth, bro. always a lit time dude so appreciate it you know? well guys thank y'all for tuning in once again uh, just like I said we're back at it hang on for some more episodes baby and some fun we'll see y'all soon Peace out.